Whether you call Bris Vegas home or are planning a trip to the River City, this is the podcast that will help you plan the ultimate bluey day out. <laughs> the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. This is Ryder. He's eight. This is just amazing. A Bluey mega fan whose wildest dream is about to come true. Stepping inside Bluey's house. My goodness, it has everything set up. Recently, the internet exploded when Airbnb launched a for real life Bluey the Healer home in Paddington. Cue then when the internet exploded a second time, an original painting of the Airbnb Bluey House by Deborah Hilda Hood, artist here in Brisbane. And she tagged Bluey's Brisbane, and we knew this was the time we had to get into Deborah's diary and have a chat to her, because we've had her in our sights for quite a while. How are you today, Deborah? I'm marvellous, Lou. Thank you so much for having me. And Justin, it's really nice to meet you both. Um, I'm just delighted to be here and, and, yeah, really excited to talk about Bluey. We're going to get straight to this painting that broke the internet a second time and how as well your painting is that art imitating life, isn't it? We've got a Healer family that's a seven-minute cartoon that's reflecting real-life Brisbane, then Airbnb came along and made it a real house and then you've now painted, yeah, it's Inception, (laughs) right? (laughs) So let's have a little bit of chat about the painting itself. Ah, that's no good. This house is falling apart. Well, nothing lasts forever. Yeah, I guess. It's just got character. There's no such thing as purple trees or yellow trees or pink trees. I remember saying that about one of my own kids' books and then you look at Bluey, the jacarandas, those yellow... uh, I've completely forgotten the name of them. Golden pandas. Thank you, golden pandas. But, um... They do just cover, it's a carpet of yellow yes. when they are in flower. Yeah. Yeah. And, and jacarandas do the same thing. It's that purple carpet again. How long does it take you to do a painting? Like, I'm just looking at the corner of the Airbnb Bluey House painting that you've done. How long did it take you to do something like that? Um, the Airbnb Bluey House probably took about a week. But most of my paintings that have got the cityscapes with lots and lots and lots of buildings could take anywhere, well, some of them. I've been doing one for a year now in between other things. But probably if I did eight hours a day, it would take six weeks to do a painting. Amazing. Mm. So there's a lot of work involved in them. And that's why I love doing the Bluey House because it just allowed me to have some free free up the painting process and just enjoy the paint. And it was, yeah, good fun. I but feel like I want to ask why. Can I just interrupt and speaking of Heck blue yes. houses? Yeah. I've got something for you and it's. I really wanted to thank you because you did so <laughs> much during the floods and you've been such a wonderful community person and I've watched you, I've been fangirling you throughout the years. Um, so I've brought the bluey painting here and I'd love you to have it if you would like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a bit emotional. <laughs> No, I couldn't think of anyone else that I would want to have it. So that's, it's, yeah, it's been my pleasure. And it was such a lovely thing to paint. Oh, it was amazing to get that tag. Um, Because I know the day I messaged you, because you didn't know either, 
Uh, it was the day before my birthday too. So yeah. I just thought, oh, I'm getting the jump on this exhibit, you know, just shut up and take my money kind of thing, <laughs> painter lady. Um, I thought, oh, there must be a way we can just put, you know, the proverbial red dot has sold on it. Um, and, yeah, that was just such a shock when you just turned around and said, oh, no, I'm going to give it to you. It's like, what? And I'm, there was tears then. My husband's wondering what on earth has made his <laughs> wife cry on the internet. Um, yeah, that was just such an incredible moment. It was. Uh, it just cut through just how sad the floods were, and yeah, how Oxley as a suburb were feeling at the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was heartbreaking, you know, witnessing yeah, what was happening to the city again. Yeah. And um, I guess doing the little houses too, it, it allowed me to say, but there's still so much love. There's still much so our Queenslanders will never lose the yeah. love and the passion that we have for them. Yes, yeah. I just hope we're not losing too many to development, but that's my other yeah, 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 yeah. kick out that I, I, it's a bit of a shame when you see that happening everywhere. How did you paint the Bluey house? Did you do a recce past it? No, I didn't. Oh, I so you were using all of the yeah, all intel. of the photos that came yep. through, which was phenomenal. The amount of interest that came with it, and it was just funky. And it, it's a house that can be in any suburb, you know, that style. Yeah. Except for the heart cutouts, I don't think we've uh, seen too many of those around <laughs> Brisbane. It'd be a porch and gable. Yep. And yeah, and the the roof line is. Going back to that would be a colonial. That was a bit of a joke I was having with myself going through the Bluey house um, with the Airbnb tour. I thought, lol, they faked enclosed the veranda to pull <laughs> off a Queenslander. And how many Queenslanders do people live in where that's where the toilet came inside? Yeah. And that's what Nick Earls touched upon uh, for Museum of Brisbane with his three-sided dunny yes. that never got changed <laughs> yes. and the whole time he was in that timber and tin Queensland. Access to the toilet through the pantry or through the, the sleep out. and yep. Through the sleep out, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't even blink when he said through the pantry. It was just like, yeah, that's legit. That's a real Queenslander then. Um, so there's something about it almost makes the fake house feel even more authentic because it was art imitating real life. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what just what we do. Yeah, it's blowing. Sorry, it's mind-blowing because you've got that art imitating life, imitating art, imitating life, and this we've got this pattern going. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And then inside the house too, um, and you would have seen the photos of that as well, um, it, it was all mid-century, so it wasn't like... A hundred-year-old furniture or anything. Yes. It was all yeah. that really mid-century modern sort of couches, even the artwork, even though it was bluey from a cartoon and all the rest of that too. And that's actually modern life in Queenslanders. We don't still live like we were in 1880 no. when the house was still built. I still like my my lights with gas. I don't know what you're doing, but we have to go around every night. <laughs> and candles <laughs> here. We don't have money for gas. These wax candles. <laughs> Make the kids, you know, make them in the backyard. <laughs> but uh, I also love to, you get that jacaranda purple mm-hmm. in the painting. Um, do you, when you, you know, with Bluey, do you just love how that jacaranda tree sometimes morphs to the poinciana? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, artistic licence, we can just change the whole climate and environment of an area very easily with a flick of a brush. But, yeah, they do it beautifully, the colours there and... The other thing I love about Bluey is the detail. I want to stop. I saw the one, the dump, the other day, and they were in the car going to the dump, 
And the back seat was atrocious. It was such a mess. But I wanted to stop the video and have a look at all the little tiny details that they do. And they had, like, stickers stuck on the on the seat <laughs> and all those things that are so true to life. So The yeah. raisin that, or sultana, the, yeah. the rogue one that will be there for 20 <laughs> years still going. And I love, too, there's always almonds and they always change position oh, and really? just sit I, there I'll going, that the is almonds. so true. For us, it's popcorn. It never, it's never ending. Um, kid snacks, they, yeah. they do hide. You think you've got them all, but they will come out again. <laughs> like your, Deborah, your kids are grown up. I'm going to sort of just throw this to you about what appeals to you about Bluey with grown up kids? Oh, that's really interesting. I think um, I love it because of the art. And, and because it's quintessentially Brisbane, it, it's it's phenomenal. From the time it came out or even before that, I heard through a friend through Brisbane Design that there was this amazing, you know, little um, people that were creating this gorgeous little animated film about a blue healer dog and, and it's based in Brisbane. I thought, oh, this is going to be fantastic and I really wanted to meet this team. But they just, it just took off. It was just incredible and amazing. And that's why I love it, because of the colours and the illustrations and what they've captured for Brisbane is so unique. And it's it's presented Brisbane to Brisbaneites as something completely different. People are starting to see it for those colours that we talked about. It's not just a green city, it's a colour city. And there's no other city in Australia like it. And the light's different here as well. Yep. And Bluey shows that, definitely. We get a lot of internationals, in particular US listeners, who are fascinated. And the questions are, if we came over to Australia and to Brisbane, where is the theme park that we can go to mm-hmm. for Bluey? And a lot of the answers Justin and I have been giving, actually it's Brisbane. You've just got to go around yes. and see Brizzy. Um and especially, you know, that sort of Red Hill Paddington precinct for what you typically capture in your, you know, cityscapes. Yes. Um, yep. What's your klaxon call to any international listener about how to see Brisbane to get the light, the the, the houses, the sort of form and colour that you see in Bluey? The first thing that you have to do in Brisbane, I think, is do the river. Go along on the city cats. Um wherever that may be. I think it'd be lovely to have walking tours through uh, Tenerife back to New Farm, to the powerhouse, through the old CSR site, which is now Cutters Landing, um, taking all that history from the wolf stalls on and then land in New Farm Park and enjoy the Moreton Bay figs and the rose garden, all that. And though the colour that would be coming there and the light through those trees is mm-hmm. just amazing. So that's number one. Um, the other one I would really love that's so underrated is is in Sherwood, is the Sherwood Arboretum. The, the bottle trees there, which are just amazing. I mean, that that space there is beautiful and it's different. They're yes. obviously going to do um, Mount Cutha, which, you know, is amazing that everyone yep. has to do that in Brisbane. Uh, and I think the other one would be a walking tour to see all the street art in West End. Yep. So focusing on that, having someone lead you, but then it takes in the history as well in between because we've got some great street artists like Lucky Lux and Soda Mouth are fantastic. Um, yeah, they're just 
brilliant. And there's all these little hidden bits and pieces. I did a, um, a tour in London through East End and learned about all the history while spotting all the different little bits and even at Banksy we, we were lucky enough Ooh, to nice. see. It was yeah. great. Uh, and that's what I think Brisbane would be good. Or yep. just a general tour, if we could do a tour of all the bluey sites. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> and we have to have lamingtons. I think that's the other thing. We have to yes. have lamingtons, Vegemite sandwiches, or Vegemite cheese and, wait a minute, apple, green apple. Oh, my gosh, that is the best sandwich ever. And ginger beer. <laughs> I'll, I'll I grew up in Mackay. All right, I'm I'm wincing at the worst sandwich in the world, and I'm going to call it out. And it's a Vegemite cheese sandwich that has been sitting in a hot school bag in tropical North Queensland, and you're eating it at one o'clock, and the cheese is sweaty. It is not cool. You don't think the tourists would go for that? You know, the authentic. I'm really Queensland selling it up. <laughs> it was vile. So much cheese died in Mackay with my my upbringing. Sorry, folks. I never ate the cheese on those sandwiches. It was gross. But I trust you. This sounds great. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I brought back vivid memories there. Hey, you were talking about the City Cat. Yes. I adored when this launched. You had one of the City Cats wrapped as the technical term in your cityscape paintings. Was it as though a specific painting that the city cat was wrapped in? Or yes. How was it all? How do you wrap a city cat with art? I'm going to throw that to you. Well, the Brisbane City Council ran the competition for Art Force and so artists could submit a design that they wanted to go. We, give, we were given a template. So mine oh, had right. already painted this one called Along the River. Um, and the river is nearly always in my paintings. It's a significant part of it because yeah. it is Brisbane to me, the old brown snake. The old brown snake, um, yep. And so that was, and then I was so fortunate and so delighted to win that competition and it was done through vinyl, a vinyl wrap company in Morningside actually. Ah. Alpine Signs did it and they just did a fabulous job doing it. It was amazing to see for me. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it every time I saw it. I can't think, you know, it's just. Oh, yeah, it was a distinctive looking city cat with all of your cityscapes on it. Wouldn't it be great to have the whole fleet done in art like that for people, for tourists to come. And they're unwrapping them now. Let's just make it all bluey. (gasps) Why can't you get on the bingo cat? Yes. The cat squad city cat. That's Just throwing that out there. Oh, my gosh. That would be a tour itself, wouldn't it? Just the kids. Collect the set. Yeah. So how many city cats have we got? (laughs) I love how we're just spitballing this (laughs) freestyle. But there's Bandit Chili, Bluey Bingo, I've just said Cat Squad because I do think Cat Squad needs to come back again. Um, and it's a city cat. It's just a great in-joke, I think, for Brisbane. Um, but we can just go for it with any of the other characters. This, yeah. 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 So Lord Mayor Adrian, <laughs> now that we're best friends with the podcast episode, it's a winning idea. Yeah. We've rubber stamped that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah that's it. We're just going to do it. If not, we'll just all those street artists that I know, we can just, you know, <laughs> yep. do some quite gorilla art somewhere. <laughs> Now, I'm going to spill the tea, so they say. Your artwork was bought by Captain Feathersword. <laughs> now, we all know he co-owns an Airbnb property um, that Grandad got to rent um, with the rest of the Wiggles, thanks to Bluey. But what painting did the captain buy? The captain bought, um, well, they have a cityscape 
He has got a cityscape, a small one. They've got another large figurative piece that's completely different from any of my work. Um, and they, he bought, the first time he purchased from me was a series of fairy tale pieces. So the princess and the pea, very tiny, very detailed. Princess and the pea and the pea under all the stacks of mattresses yeah, yeah. and a few other little fairies. So I think there's about four in the set that he purchased. I remember when he came in, I was early days, so we're going, talking, a, you know, a couple of decades back when he was just starting oh, out. when the Wiggles were, you know, yeah. book him at the park kind of Well, act. a little bit further on than that because everyone, all of the people at this art opening were waiting for Captain Feathersword to arrive. He wasn't in costume, but My yeah, goodness. he was pretty cool. And so that was it. You know, everyone was wrapped to see Captain Feathersword there. So it was pretty, it's pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little nugget on your website. I had to just ask you a little <laughs> bit more about that. You have paintings called Romancing the Mango and Romancing the Red Palm. Mm-hmm. Now you already had me at romance. Um, <laughs> But one of the things about those paintings, like the palms that you have against like a Queenslander, they're just, they are like a burst of fireworks with the colour, about the shapes as well. Mm. And they're in stark contrast to things like how linear and symmetrical and neat a Queenslander is. But even like the mangoes, um, they're quite spherical. They, 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 quintessential tree type shape ask a kid to draw a tree mangoes grow into that yeah but they're so nuts and absolutely just chaotic when the bats get into them at that time (laughs) of year you know what I mean like and that's probably more of an auditory thing but um what do you love about that sort of clash of shape and form against such a very linear you know symmetrical Queenslander shape all the fauna and flora in those paintings allow me to play so there's a sense of you know, looseness and playfulness and cheekiness that I can paint a pink palm if I want to and I will yeah. and it's got yellow and, you know, all the different colours come through there. They also act, believe it or not, because they're a, a strip of colour, they act as a compositional resting point, I think, for the eye because the paintings are so incredibly busy. You will notice in all of them that at some point it's either a, a piece of the ground will be just a, a band of orange and there'll be another piece of green somewhere. So as your eye moves around the canvas from left to right and then up and then back down, which is how we normally read yeah. a painting in the Western culture, I think the Eastern, the Asian culture would read it differently. They have a, a different sense of reading yeah, a painting true. from yeah. what I've been told. Yeah. Um, and so those pieces become the resting points for the eye as well as providing a sense of fun and, yeah, and, and just making them stand out but also that, um, yeah, I think it is the looseness, just allowing me to play with the paint yeah. and be just push it, push it as far as I can that, I can put these colours, they're clashing colours most of the time and so many colours together and see if I can make it work. You should have seen the clothes my kids had as babies that I would make. <laughs> the poor things were psychedelic children. Um, and it's a similar thing. I just love putting patterns and different yeah. colours together in their clothes were, yeah, pretty out there. Poor and things. <laughs> you love that, the clash of things with Queenslanders but also having fun with it. But you also adore mid-century, you know, that the, the modernist movement post-World War II. Yes. You live in a post-war um, home yourself. 
You've had this, you know, you've had a little documentary film done. You've had Marianne Taylor. Um, the house detective. From, oh, she's yes. gorgeous, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. You know, tell us a bit about that, like living in a, a mid-century home. Um, have you ever thought about painting mid-century homes? I have, and I've done some in the tea towel form. Um, so yes. I've got some drawings of them on the tea towels. But, yeah, at some point I would like to do mid-centuries. Um I think I've got to paint the walls in our mid-century one first and get that all finished. So we actually moved into it. I've always been a, an admirer of like West German pottery and collected things like that from the 60s yeah. and 70s and couldn't believe it when this mid-century home came up for sale when we were supposed to be downsizing um, and just had rose-coloured glasses, fell in love with this house, which is a John Dalton architect design. And that we just ended up buying it, and with you know, it's been a it's been a hard slog because we've had to redo all the plumbing. You know what it's like; we've, all the asbestos had to be removed in order for us to even start anything. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. we just love it. The design of mid-century is incredible, and the you know, there's they suit the Queensland climate so much with the huge eaves facing the west, you know, they've just designed with windows, huge big windows to allow the breezes to come through from the east. Yeah. Very clever designs, yeah, and we yeah. just love this house. And what was the documentary for? Is that just for you or...? You no, know, it was a public documentary. So Marianne came in and, um, yeah, completely charmed me. She's the most beautiful lady. And we just spoke about um, her, she does a lot of the history, she did the history of the house for us. So she went back to find out that the first, um, the lady that actually commissioned John Dalton to build the house, to design and build, get the house built, was a spinster. Her name was Irene. So I still talk to Irene in the house and, you know, she's always at the bar that's a built-in bar in Silky Oak, so she's always there. Um, oh, there are cocktails so with I... Deborah after this interview <laughs> at the Silky Oak Bar. <laughs> I yeah, so, it. yeah, it was just wonderful learning the history that yep. she does and she goes into great detail about who was the landowners and all, all bits and pieces about Irene and her life and, and quite unusual in 1968 for a single woman to be able to afford a, an architecturally designed home to be built. Oh, yeah, yeah there's so, a story yeah, there, there, isn't there? there is a story. Yep. Yeah. One of the things I love about Marianne Taylor too is that she does... I'll call it the modern history. So yes. it's not like it has to be 1800 anything no. for it to be significant. Irene matters from 1968. Yes. And I guess I already know the answer to this, but do you think that that sort of modern history is really important to sort of capture? Absolutely. And the, the, unfortunately, the you know, the post-war homes and mid-century homes that we have in Brisbane are not heritage protected. Yeah. So they can, you know, and they're on good-sized blocks of land a lot of the times around Carina in particular, but, um, and they, they're just removed yep. so quickly. And it, it is expensive to do them up and take them back and get them to a stage where you can live comfortably in the present day. Um, I mean, we moved into our house when we first did it and the first shower I took, I, you know, I hadn't even checked the water <laughs> And there was a dribble that came through the shower pipe. It was just chock-a-block full of mess and so all the plumbing had to be redone, you know. So yeah. there's all those issues but they're worth keeping. There's such value in the other part of the Queensland architectural history and the post-wars in their simplicity and what they represent, Yeah, you know, a, a lovely homes. And even um, I think Mary Ann talked to me at one time about Rounding Goodner 
and there's some really fabulous mid-century places there that should yeah. be protected and looked after. And it doesn't even have to be a renowned architect no. or anything like that. It's it's celebrating a period of architectural style. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the 80s and 90s we can let go, you know, but maybe, maybe in another 10 years that's not the right statement to make, but... Yeah. No, I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny how stuff from your childhood that just you, you recollect with horror um, that you'd like to, love to throw in the bin. And I'm thinking it's going to become collectible one yeah. day. Well, yeah, I think it will. The pink and the peach, the peach and the light green is, and grey, such a good look. 80s, thanks. That can all get in the bin. Goodbye, 80s. <laughs> um, I want to do a little bit of a shout-out. These are shout-outs and we're vague booking here, Deborah. I'm going to frame it and make sure I get it right. But you've got something coming up. It's a community art project and it's Secret Squirrel if you won't tell me. <laughs> but you've got something coming up that you're going to be doing an announcement of. It sounds what vaguely you've been able to hint at. It sounds amazing. We're going to do some shares on that when you're able to go live yeah. um, through Bluey's Brisbane. But you've also got prints of the Airbnb Bluey house. Yes. Available. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Sell it to us, Deborah. Oh, sell it. Well, Pitch you, it to me. <laughs> if you go onto my website, we have an online shop, um, which is Deborah Hood Art, or one word. Yeah. And you'll see there that there's works on canvas and, yeah, reproductions are available and they're beautifully done by a art house reproductions. I'll give them a plug because they're just the most they're wonderful amazing. team. Yep, they're um, amazing. In the Bowen Hills. Yep. So they do all the reproductions for me on canvas and they're all available and there's all starting from about a 300 square, as in millimetres. Yep. Um, so, or you can get really big ones if you would like a huge, big, bluey house, the size of the house. Yeah, maybe not, but you know, <laughs> there's there's lots there. So and there's also lots of other. If while I'm giving myself a plug, I'll say yes. that there's lots of merchandise there for Queensland oh, or Brisbane focused gifts. Yeah, because that's something I found I really missed when I went to go overseas with my daughter on a school trip. I couldn't find anything that was made in Brisbane or that represented Brisbane. Yep, nicely, and so that's what started my giftware range. Deborah, this is awesome that you brought the linen tea towel because I. I know when you linen tea towels is just my Achilles heel for my credit card. So, <laughs> and I was actually joking with Deborah before we hit go on the microphones. I hid my collection because they were all in a big pile. It's like <laughs> got to look neat for Deborah. She's coming to my house, and I'm thinking I should have just left all these out and gone. What do you think of this one? But you know, you brought the Oxley one, and that was something I shared because you did a call out. What should my next tea towel be? Yes, and in my humble opinion, it had to be Oxley. So. And putting it on our community Facebook group, oh, it just went off. It did. At Oxley, it Good was. Good on you, Oxley. It was how many people voted for their suburb. And Oxley was so far ahead, it was ridiculous. And people We do were love so a linen tea towel. Yeah, and we well, love Oxley. Oxley, yeah, they were passionate about it. So, yes, you guys got to have, you know, the Oxley tea towel yes. produced. And I think Tarragindi was the next one. They were close. They were very close. And that that kind of makes me giggle. I want to do a throw out to Bluey Locations. We beat you, Michael. <laughs> In the nicest possible way. But uh, like, I just adore that I've now finally got the linen tea towel here because I remember when it won. Um, and it's a lovely way to say, hey, we've got Queenslanders here too. Um, and I just think there's some... Phenomenal homes that people have been doing up. They've been sharing some of their adventures too in our community group. But also one of the things, I was joking with you, um, but I really wasn't. It's like, 
I can only afford to buy your lapel pins. <laughs> <laughs> Not the actual art. It's like, but I think that's been my husband and I's, you know, thing whenever we've travelled and even in my own city going to the Museum of Brisbane and oh, I'm sitting yes. there going, oh, well, I can't afford her painting of that Queenslander but I can wear it as a lapel pin. Yes. <laughs> um, kind of brooch. And you've got the earrings that you're wearing today um, of the Queenslanders yeah, too. Yeah, mix and match little Queenslanders you can throw you know, a, a multi-gable with a colonial. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that you got to the heart of it. What can we give people that celebrates what Brisbane looks like? Mm. And maybe Bluey has actually started to, I don't know, from that kid's sort of stuff, you know, you can, you could send Bluey stuff and it's like there's a little bit of love from Brisbane. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think you have been doing that so well. And yeah, it's lots of fun because we get to try and introduce three or four new products a year. Um, and so working with my little team and my daughter, Isabel, who's the designer, works with me. Um, and I have to put in, you know, tell my PA Hayden, he's just wonderful. And Piper is working with us now. So she's terrific. So they all keep me under control and get me back to the easel where I should be. Um but we come up with all sorts of things. But one thing I'd love to, I'm going to tell you, we, we're so close to having it done. I'm creating a confetti dome, not a snow dome. It's a Queensland, it's a Brisbane confetti dome. And they are the cutest things. Yes. <laughs> because Brisbane has this sense of kitsch about it too that's so precious with the needle, Stefan's needle that you've mentioned before oh my God, in yes. podcast. Um, I can't imagine West End not having that. No. Yeah. And neon signs. We've got lots of True. Bits yes. of quirky pieces yep. that's just um, referencing that expo vintage yes. and been before that in the 60s and 70s. Well, you can actually mix and match. So you might decide I want that bullnose veranda with that little Queenslander over there. So I've got a selection of 10 pieces. The Bluey house is included. Oh, shut up and take my money. <laughs> Just take all of my money. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think probably in about... I'm so oh, excited. Hopefully about four weeks they'll be online ready to go. But I'm, I've been trying to get these things produced for about three years. Um, just the challenge of finding, working out how to yeah, do it. Yeah, yes. Been tricky. There's a dear friend that's been behind the scenes with me and Justin, and I'll do a shout out to Kelly. We have been in human-sized snow globes. We buy each other <laughs> snow globes wherever we go. We even have a photo of us in a make-your-own snow oh, globe. Wow. It's in the, my study next door, and I'm just sitting here going, Kel, it's the <laughs> ultimate snow globe. I'm, I'll be having one oh, too for her shelf. I'll send you one And through. one for me. <laughs> Oh, no, that sounds fantastic. And there's one of the Bluey House. Yes. so The internet definitely. is agitated <laughs> and wants a buy link now. We will share that. So that's, oh, thank that, you. You've just done that breaking live because I had no idea that's something you were going to talk about. I was like, let's talk about linen tea towels. No, she went. No, we've got Platinum to do the level. Con this is an domes. announcement. <laughs> oh, I think that's fantastic. We're going to share as well a link um, to your prints because when you shared that painting and then we did a reshare because uh, it was so amazing to have seen you just did a bit of a mic drop on the internet that day. <laughs> there was so much interest and... I was keeping it really low-key about your offer and I even saw friends saying, oh, my God, Lou, you know, have you seen this or I want to buy it and sending messages <laughs> going, you might be able to come over to my house one day and have a look. Um, so 
there'll be just so many people I think who'd like to have that snapshot in time of that house. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? Uh, it's it, yeah. Well, they're certainly yeah. There's they're available now, um, but I think it's. I was really sad. I was so sad when. I saw the post with the house coming down. Oh yeah, and and I just had just finished it, so I was really pleased that I captured it when it was. Yes, yeah, you know, standing, so to speak. But uh, there's yeah. just been so much, you know, outrage. Like, why has it been taken down? Wouldn't it be amazing as part of the Bluey tour? I mean, that whole Bluey tour could just be phenomenal for Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. have that as an. I know maybe they'd do something else, but yeah, I can also see. Can you imagine how many people would be going past the Bluey house? When we, Jostin and I joked, those gnomes wouldn't last 24 hours and no. you'd need 24-hour security just guarding. I'm impressed that they lasted when, how long they did. That's, that's, yeah, no. a, that's a token to how much love there is for Bluey. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I may have d- done a little joke of, you might want to check my bag as I'm leaving, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm actually 57% serious. Like, how fast could I run? How fast can he run? It's more the point, the security guard. But even the fact they had to have traffic control and they did have 24 security, hour security. Yeah. Um, it would be nuts again. It's just this incredible... Um, I don't even know what the word is, but it's a, it's a bit of a tour de force. It's bigger than Bluey now. Um, there's just so much interest in it and we want to know so much more behind, you know, the seven minutes on our screen. And that was testament to it. Yes. So, you know, props to uh, Airbnb for going for that because it was huge. Yes. And we're all still talking about it. The house doesn't even look yellow anymore. It's lost its, you know, closed-in veranda. It, it's almost unrecognisable, really, as yeah. the Bluey house now. But... Uh, yeah, it's testament to them that they did it really well. Mm. Yeah. That was fabulous. And, and the interiors were just so much fun. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And after we did the tour, we got asked, did you spot the long dog? And I was just, oh. I thought, but I never spotted on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and there was apparently so many little things. I was just overwhelmed, I think, by the overall experience that it was when you were slowly walking back to, you know, supposedly leave and really it was snail's pace that I was leaving. That's when you did start to see the details, but there's still so many things that I missed because I was it was wonderful overwhelm yeah. um, <laughs> of, oh, my God, like right down to fridge magnets on the clawfoot bath um, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was a wonderful moment in... Let's even just call it like 2022 can get in the bin, but I'd really like to keep, you know, save that from mm-hmm. the trash. That yep. has been a shining light moment for a lot of people here in Brisbane mm. um, for this year. Well, thank you so much, Deborah, it's for coming here today. Pleasure. It's been <laughs> so much fun. Oh, I still can't get over that you're, you're sitting in my home. We've got to get a photo. Um, of course we will. But um, we will share all of the links. So there's so many things that we've alluded to here. One of the things I do just want to do a shout out, I keep mentioning, you know, in the questions about something else, that the Museum of Brisbane exists, get to it, people. Go see the Museum of Brisbane. You've got so much merch there too. So get a tour, buy all the things, that'd be great. Go up to the clock tower, the top of the clock tower. How good is that? Yeah, and then they have some beautiful exhibitions. Yep. Brisbane-focused. It's just phenomenal. And the clock tower of uh, City Hall, the tours are free. Mm. So I think it's one of the best-kept secrets. Um, everyone in Brisbane should do it. If you're a tourist and you're really Brisbane curious, make that a must-do. Yes. Uh, we're going to also share your book. I'm horrified I do not know about it, but the credit card's going to get a workout on 
debrahoodart.com.au. We're going to share those. So we'll share everything about you on there and do a reshare as well of the prints of the iconic painting (laughs) of the Bluey House. But, again, thank you for coming and chatting. It's been so good to finally meet you for real life. Oh, yeah, you too, Lou. It's just been lovely because, you know, the connection through social media, um, as much as it gets a, a hard call every now and then, but it's been such a pleasure to yeah. meet you and Justin. Um, yeah, it's Justin's amazing right, these voices that I listen to and here they are, I'm with them. So it's really special for me. Thank you. Oh yeah, I, it's been, I never thought when you did that tea towel call out, we'd be sitting down and having a chat <laughs> like this about Bluey and your art and a Bluey painting of the house because um, I've been following your stuff for so long uh, and the work that you were doing with artists around the Morningside area too in Brisbane. So, yeah, I just love how it's all come full circle um, just watching what you've been doing. Isn't that Brisbane for you though? Yeah, that, that's yeah. Brisbane in a yeah. nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But thank you again from Bluey's Brisbane. Thank you. <laughs> you've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane. Muffin. Yes. Time, Time out. out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>